Welcome brides and grooms and couples to our Apple Brides podcast, season two. Season two. Yeah. Amazing. And I am Carrie, and alongside of me is my wonderful husband, Doyle. Hello. And today we have a special guest, our very own daughter. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Miranda Anderson. Formerly known as Miranda Wheeler, of course. Yes. yes. Oh my. Anyway. <laughs> In your former life. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that Doyle and I, we were just talking about recently is we have lots of vendors on and um, I don't know, this time I, I just wanted to talk a little bit about DIY and budgeting and a little bit more about maybe just what it would be like for couples in planning a wedding. So that is why Miranda's kind of here today because we thought this would be extra special because mm-hmm. she just got married in August, last yes. August. So, yep. And you planned your own wedding. I did, yes. with a lot of help from mom and some others. <laughs> Aunties. <sure>. Yes. <laughs> In-laws. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, we love our vendors. We love their creativity. One thing we haven't really looked into is the creativity of our brides. So this will be super exciting. <laughs> so we all know the purpose of a wedding is to celebrate the marriage. And oftentimes we put so much emphasis on the wedding day, wanting it to be the perfect wedding And it can be hard to put a budget on that. So not all of us have a big budget to work with. But isn't every couple's wedding made perfect by their love for one another? Mm -hmm. So every couple has a different budget, and that is what makes them all so unique and special. We all come from so many walks of life, and some couples don't even mind going into debt for a wedding that they can't afford, and others will only have the kind of wedding that they can afford. (laughs) So I think it's just kind of learning to work together mm-hmm. in what you want. A lot of communication for sure. Yes. Yeah. So I actually, Doyle and I, for anybody listening, Doyle and I, we did not uh, really help. We, I mean, we did some help with Miranda and Jared's wedding, but we didn't really get in the process of you guys figuring out your budget for what you were doing. Yeah. So do you have anything you want to well, add to that? Yeah, what's funny is a lot of people would ask us, um, like, if you don't mind me asking, what's your guys' budget? But we always had, like, a, we never really had a number in mind. It was always, like, not necessarily the cheapest option on everything, but, like, an affordable one that we felt comfortable with that um, we didn't think was either overpriced or it was just uncomfortable to spend that much money on something that could have been way cheaper. And something that's just as good. Mm-hmm. So we, we explored as many options as we could for different things before we finalized a decision on something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like every time they asked us for our budget, we just didn't. It was just a giant question mark. But it's just like different things because there's so many things you have to spend on. Right. And so like putting a budget, just having a budget for the wedding in general is so hard. Because then if you spend so much on photography, so much on your food... And then, like, you don't have much left over for the rest. Mm-hmm. So we, like, we just thought for photography, this is how much we feel comfortable spending on. And this is what we have to do, right? Yeah. Right. Necessities. So, mm-hmm. And I, do you have any regrets at all? Absolutely not. I loved our wedding. Yeah. Best day too. ever. It was awesome. Yeah. And I think that the, I do think that the fun mostly, or the budget went mostly over to the honeymoon. Am I correct on that, Jared? Made sure there was enough yes. money for the honeymoon. We definitely <laughs> spent the most on the honeymoon. That's yeah. awesome. 
So when you were thinking the budget through through your wedding planning, um, and by the way, Carrie and I never talked to you about this. This is no. kind of a first peek at it. Mm-hmm. But when you thought budget for your wedding and did you feel like you were missing out on things because you couldn't afford it or you didn't want to afford it? Or like, what, what did that feel like? I don't feel like we missed out. Like we didn't feel like we missed out on anything just because like we, we had certain things we knew that we weren't going to incorporate in the wedding. And so we, and a lot of people do those things, but I think we're getting into that later. But I, um, I don't know. There were certain things I didn't mind spending more money on because they were special to us. And that's something that we felt was more important. So we didn't feel guilty about spending more on those things. But when it came to things we just didn't really find importance for, we just found our own way through it. So I gotcha. don't know if that answers your yeah, question. Yeah, kind of. I was just thinking like, we, and I know we're going to touch base on this later, but the picture perfect wedding you see all over the internet. Mm-hmm. And then you start shopping and you find out it's definitely not going to work. We're not doing this. Did Is there like a hole in your idea because it's not going to fit your budget? No, I think we made it work for what we had. Oh, totally agree. And we had so much fun with it, with whatever, whatever we had. I don't know. I felt like it was, it was perfect the way we did everything. Yeah. That's true. I mean, that was a very fun day. And all of our friends that were there that we knew personally have said that that was a very special wedding. Yeah. And it didn't break the bank to make it happen. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have some, just some things that you kind of, learn as you're planning a wedding um as you learn in marriage Mm -hmm. um one of them is compromise and this is something we all need to learn as we plan our weddings compromise learning to consider one another in the planning process and i think this is only the beginning of learning how to compromise yes (laughs) and the beginning to learn how to work with one another in it and so can you give us any, you know, anything that you had yeah. to work on, you and Jared, like learning, like, okay, yeah, that's what you want. So we'll do that. This right. is what I want. Okay. So um, I feel like every couple's different for this. Like some couples need to compromise maybe all the time and some just agree on everything naturally. But we, I remember we got engaged and we were in Chelan in his hometown that weekend And we decided we're not going to talk about wedding stuff for a whole week. We're going to enjoy being engaged. We're not going to talk about it. We can think about it, Mm -hmm. but let's not talk about it yet. But on our way back to Spokane, that's all we could talk about. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, okay, oh, okay, it's time. Yeah, it's time. But, like, it was time to, like, think about a date. Like, how soon do we want to do this? And, like, that was a big compromise, too, is, like, figuring out, do we want a summer wedding? Do we want to wait all the way to the fall? Do we want to wait till like next year in the spring? Because we got engaged in March. And so, um, I don't know, we just kind of went for it and went for August. But that that took a lot of figuring out our plans in the summer. And so, anyway, but um, I remember on that drive, I was like, what's like a non-negotiable you have for your wedding? Like, what do you want? And this wasn't necessarily a non-negotiable, but he was like, I really want my wedding to be purple. And it's because it was his grandpa's favorite color who passed away a few years ago and so and it was it was a really sweet thought and I really liked it but I'm not a huge fan of the color purple so we had to come up with like a shade of purple some type of shade or color that we both liked and still made him think of his grandpa and um so we came up with like this color that was just called dusk 
and I've never heard that color before, but it was the theme of our wedding and it was beautiful. And um, his grandma, it would be his grandpa's wife, she came and she she absolutely loved it and it touched her heart. It was really sweet. So it was still it was still great. We just had to learn to meet in the middle there because I, I didn't want to be mean and say no purple, but we did it. You know, yeah. it was good. Yeah. But um, I feel like there was some other things, but they were so minor I don't even remember anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The points, that's the whole point. Like, there's so much planning that goes into the, the actual wedding that will be forgotten when it's all over. Even the disagreements and the little things that each other wants or whatever, the compromise. Yeah. So it's worth it up front. Yeah. Colors are kind of a big thing, though. It yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, and coming up like, or coming up with a color that goes with that color. Like, cause it's not just, not every, like, it's not all purple. Like guys are not wearing purple tuxes. Girls are wearing purple. Jared's wearing purple. Right. So like we came up with navy blue, but then we were thinking maybe black. Like it was this whole, whole thing. But the colors are a big deal. Cause that's like the whole, that's where you start purchasing your right. things for your wedding and like coming up with how you You're want like your to mood look. boards, like exactly. all of that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And we actually found a lot in that color. We did. In that dust I color. was very surprised. And yeah. a lot of colors go with that color. So it was mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah, yeah, it works good. With your wedding, Miranda, um, it was very minimal. But yet, it didn't feel minimal. Yeah, it didn't feel minimal at all. But yeah. we just kept what we wanted. You, sorry, not, I shouldn't yeah. say we. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you just kept those things so important that you wanted important. Yeah. Like you I think minimal is always better. It always will bring an elegance to your wedding, which in theory is better on the budget. And is minimal will never go out of trend. Yes. I feel like I was trying, not really trying, but I just, when I, when I was thinking about things to purchase or things to do for the wedding, I just did however much I thought was necessary, not so much as I want as much as possible of this to make it look cool. And so I don't, I don't know if that makes sense, but I just, I did what I thought, um, was necessary and no, no over, like I didn't want to overdo things mm-hmm. at all. So when it came to, I, don't, I can't even think of an example. I just feel like for everything I came, I came to a point where I was like, this is enough. I don't need any more than this. I yeah. do think that when you find a venue, um, Oftentimes, if you try to fight against that, let the venue kind of do its work in that. And you can keep simple in that. And yeah. a lot of the things that you decide to do um, when you're budgeting, you don't have to try to fight against your venue, if that makes sense. So let the yeah. venue be the main focus, in a way, of the yeah. decoration, right? And keep it very natural. Yeah. And I that think, was easy for you guys because you had yeah. an outdoor wedding in Green Bluff, which is beautiful. Yeah. So. I also think the venue itself, we we got married at Mrs. Kaylin's barn, and it already has beautiful flowers and greenery, and it had, um, like, little birdhouses, which made it kind of quirky and fun, and it also had really cute signs that said happily ever after all, everywhere, and they had options to, I don't know, just do things for you, and I feel like we didn't have to do very much for our wedding because they supplied the things that... I don't know. We just didn't have to do like we didn't have to make it bounteous with flowers and yeah. I don't know, but just like, like the props were already there for even exactly. your photography, right? Yeah. So that was really helpful. And I feel like and like there was a beautiful orchard we took many pictures in and I feel like a lot of venues are very simple that way and so then you are you are um not simple that way, but they're just simple 
and they don't have much to like, right. I don't know. They just don't have much for you. You would have to bring a lot to make it look fuller or like, I don't know, but picking a venue that has a lot to offer and then you just bring what you think is necessary. And I don't know. I felt like it looked, it looked great. Mm -hmm. I think so too. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Miss Kaylin's barn, I, I will never be quiet about this, but that the, where the reception was in the barn area for photographers, the white balance is perfect in there. Mm -hmm. There's no way to mess those photos up. So it was beautiful. Yeah, it was, it was really pretty. Mm -hmm. And I think also the option for like all of the different um, parts of the venue created different spaces for each segment of the wedding, which was really cool. Yeah. It required a lot of people to move around and walk, which was cool too. But yeah. It was a nice day. Yeah. Yeah. It was a perfect day for it. Yeah. It was almost a hundred degrees, but it was windy. Yeah. That helped. The wind, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. The wind helped a lot. Um, so another thing I want to touch base off on is using your strengths and your gifts. And I don't know if any of you brides, you know, do you have a family member that maybe has a talent that can be used in your wedding? Do you have someone who knows how to bake? Or do you have a place in mind for your wedding that is owned by a family member or a friend that you can use as your venue? These options are often easier with a micro wedding or a smaller wedding, like for backyard. But I just, um, I think there's so many brides out there. We, they have, we, we all have so many gifts mm -hmm. and talents. And so I just think putting that to use can make a really special touch to your wedding too. Totally. Yeah. So what, what were the things that you, you, you incorporated in your wedding? Um, I definitely loved a lot of like, I feel like a huge theme the past couple of years for weddings, at least from what I saw in the three weddings I attended, <laughs> um, is like the signage was like a really big thing and having beautiful signs that say like, for us, it would be Mr. and Mrs. Anderson or stuff like that. And it was it was beautifully made and they would order them online. But I I challenged myself and I did it myself and I feel like it turned out okay. We had a really cute sign and right before you would enter like the ceremony seating area. I don't know what that would be called. Anyway, but it was a sign that said, um, pick a seat, not a side. We're all family when the knot is tied. Cool. And I really, I really liked that little saying. Mm -hmm. So I just got like a really cheap chalkboard, like cafe sign and it just stood up on its own. And I, I did it in like fun handwriting, hot glued some flowers on it and I, it looked great and was super cheap. Yeah. So it looked really good. I feel like that I just used, I don't know. I've always loved, um, doing fun handwriting and stuff. So I just kind of used that to my advantage. And for all you listeners, Miranda does do a little bit calligraphy yeah she's got good handwriting so well, <laughs> like that is a gift I like to think I'm a little creative that way but um and I also um we decided to do potted succulents for our centerpieces and I'm not like a huge gardener but um mom luckily has a beautiful garden oh, okay. and so whatever empty space she had I just put it put succulents in there and I let them grow a little bit bigger because we got them a little smaller mm -hmm. and we had a few months till the wedding so we just let them kind of grow and then they became big enough to put in dollar store little yeah we just painted them spray painted we them. spray painted them and we put them in like these they were like dessert um I don't even know like serving wear bowls yeah or they something. were like on a pedestal yeah, yeah they were really cute and then we just we potted them in there after we spray painted them and they looked they looked really nice. So I don't know, stuff like that, I guess we, we did. And then a lot of my family members are luckily gifted because like 
My my aunt did all of her flowers. Mm-hmm. My uncle Steve provided the flowers, and um, let's see what else. My some of my uncles did all of our microphone and speakers, and I don't know. We have and we had so many like connections for um, like our catering and for desserts and stuff like that I don't know it just all kind of worked together that I feel like all of us yeah I don't know we all kind of made the effort like a big team effort yeah it was great it was fun yeah and it does feel more I don't know it just feels more intimate that way too when you're all kind of working together I know so yeah and they were really sweet to because I asked them I tried to be as nice as I could and they said yes but I feel bad asking (laughs) for people's help I feel like that's common for a lot of people is like you don't want to put a lot of stress on these family members, but they do love you. Like they want to help. So just ask. And then if they say yes, then awesome. You know? So when you were asking family members for help, did you feel like a mooch because they were family or was it more like you knew that they wanted to help? So you were just giving them options. I think they kind of hinted that they would help, or I know that they helped um, like my other cousins in the past so I figured I could ask, but I always mention that if if not, it's okay. Like it's not a big deal. Like I'm just asking. But I did I did feel like I was kind of mooching. But I I just I tried to ask as nice as nicely as I could. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I think is interesting and it is fair to bring up is like a lot of the ideas that you came up with you found on the internet, but you mm-hmm. made it yourself instead of bought it. And that's nothing a vendor can provide anyway. If yeah. you don't get it at Hobby Lobby, you'll get it at, at Etsy or right. um, you will end up DIYing it somehow. Right. So it's it's kind of cool that you can actually achieve these things. You just have to find the right people and or be the right person. Totally. It's, it's achievable. Mm-hmm. It's a money saver. Which is, uh, I also want to talk about not being discouraged by media. And I mean, we get great ideas. I mean, from Pinterest, I obviously, Pinterest. yeah, you yeah. had your own board for your wedding. Definitely. Yeah. And to be honest, it did help your aunt Sarah do that. Like yeah. for the flowers, she did. She had an job. idea and she was able to order whatever you wanted. Totally. You're able to know what kind of ribbons and what kind of bouquets you wanted. Um, so, I mean, there is a point where media is helpful, but we do want to take into account that a lot of things that we see are style and staged and they are meant to be oh, what would you call that Doyle? Like uh, they're like meant to be uh, it's a stylized shoot. Yeah. So it was meant to showcase certain vendors in the yeah. moment. Yeah. And it's a staged moment. It's it's never gonna happen at anyone's wedding ever. It can't happen. Yeah. Period. <laughs> End of story. And like what you were saying about you and Jared kind of saying, okay, we're just gonna enjoy this time in Chelan, and then when we yeah. get in the car, we're going to start talking about it. And um, I was thinking about that, like, just being creative and letting ourselves, like, go places, like, putting the phone down, putting the computer down, and just experiencing one another as an engaged couple, just, like, experiencing things as far as, like, doing things and incorporating little treasures and being inspired by what's around us and mm-hmm. putting that into our wedding. Totally. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cute that you brought that up. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I definitely think a lot of people get discouraged by the media because I feel like a lot of what you see on Pinterest is like the standard. Like you're, you see something that you really like and you're like, I want, I want that. And then you try to recreate it. It doesn't look the same usually. And 
if you can make it the same, that's awesome. But I, I definitely could not make it the pitch perfect same, I don't know, image. But I, I feel like as um, as time went on, I just I looked at Pinterest not so much for for um, what I wanted my wedding to look like, but aspects of my wedding that, um, I don't know, it was more for inspiration. Because mm-hmm. I, I had an idea of what I wanted. And then like like for the backdrop for a reception, yes, yeah. I, I saw an idea of, like having PVC pipe and curtains. And I thought that was super cool, but I made it more my own by putting like twinkly lights behind it. And I, and mom had the idea of like tying the curtains to the side with ribbon and flowers. And it looked so much better in my opinion. So like personalizing the stuff you see on the media makes it so much more special to not only you, but people who attend your wedding. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like that's kind of how it was for me, Mm -hmm. but but yeah, like what you mentioned is like um, like taking putting the phone down and just kind of being in the moment with your with your partner. Mm-hmm. Is that what you were kind of talking about? Yeah, yeah. I I feel like we. I was talking to Jared about this the other day. Um, we throughout our engagement, we realized how much we talked about the wedding, mm-hmm. and it kind of drove us crazy a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> because like we would go, we'd go to our parents' house, and that's all we would talk about. We'd go to our friend's house. That's all we'd talk <laughs> about. We'd be together by ourselves. It's all we talk about. And it that was like, we, we were engaged for about four or five months. And that was, that's not a lot of time. Like, I'm over this already. I know, but that's all we <laughs> talked about because yeah. it was coming up so quickly. And we were just like, let's do this. And we both worked full time. So we were like, all, the only time we had to talk about it was when we we're together. Mm-hmm. But um, Jared and I are huge lovers of five guys burgers (laughs) and so anytime we went there we usually just put our phones down and we talked about anything else but the wedding we tried we tried (laughs) it's really hard but you you can try but um we would would do we would try to make times like a set aside to just not not talk about it yeah it's really hard but he he was mentioning that he felt like we we made more times to sit down and talk about it but i felt like we had to make more times to sit down and not talk about it Probably because I, I talked about it. Well, more. it's an easy conversation when that's something that you're looking forward to. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it was can just be a tiring. Huge, yeah. There's so much responsibility in it. Totally. Yeah. But for all the all the brides out there, I highly recommend just like putting your phone down, hang out with your partner, just go on a date. Yeah. It's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of like and it puts it in perspective. Like you talk about the future. Like what is your marriage going to be like? Like what are you excited about? Talk about your honeymoon. That's so much more exciting than right than stressing about your wedding, totally. like what you're excited about. So so as far as um, Pinterest goes, I kind of threw a negative cloud out about stylized shoots. They are important because it does totally. showcase the capability of a vendor. Mm-hmm. And then they're combined and it shows collaboration and the photos are epic because a, a photographer is really trying new things. So it's a, it is a showcase of talent and art. Um, but even on applebrights.com, when you go and check it out, we're, we include all the stylized shoots inside mm-hmm. of the real weddings so it's an option yeah and i think though that we're we're coming from is there's there can be a lot of anxiety in trying to have that perfect yeah. look yeah and it's never going to be because that's like a stylized shoot but you can get a lot of inspiration off of that though and that's why they're there yeah totally yeah, they're, yeah. It, they're necessary i feel like if we all tried to make our weddings look like stylized shoots it wouldn't even be personal like it would just be right. a wedding it wouldn't be your wedding you know, and I don't know. Even yeah, like the real weddings that we post on um, Apple Brides, the, it, that comes from photographers. So they're real weddings. They actually happened. 
And that again is a blend of a Pinterest board or an inspiration from other things, but it wasn't like, um, the end all. Yeah. And we should also talk about the photo albums. Grandma's photo albums will lend really cool ideas oh, to. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. That's old school that Pinterest. Good. Yeah. Stuck on a sticky album page. Our our photo album yeah. is old school Pinterest. <laughs> I like it, though. <laughs> I like looking at it. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to give a shout out to our spotlight vendor for making this episode possible. And I think we can all agree cake makes everything better. So that's where Nothing Bunt Cakes comes in. And Nothing Bunt Cakes is a handcraft cakes as unique as you. From engagement parties and bridal showers to your wedding day, they have a cake for every occasion. Choose from a variety of cake sizes, from their bite-sized buntinis, miniature buntlets, 8-inch and 10-inch bunt cakes, and tiered bunt cakes. You do not want a cookie cutter wedding, so Nothing Bunt Cakes has a variety of decorations for you to select from to make each bunt cake your very own. They will take care of the dessert at all special occasions leading up to your big day. So check out nothingbuntcakes.com and select Spokane, Washington on the upper right-hand corner of their website or give them a call at 509-535-4864. Thank you again to Spokane's locally owned Nothing Bunt Cakes for being a part of our growing Apple Brides vendor community. Um, so in the, when you started talking about five guys, so... One of the other things I wanted to talk about was staying true to your values and your beliefs and oh. your, your budgeting <laughs> and your yeah. DIY and planning your wedding. Um, so one thing that I know Jared values so much is burgers. And so, so that do was, I. Yeah, oh, and right now, yes. now that you've been yeah. with Jared. Um, so that's one thing that you guys did. Yep. Make sure that there was burgers at your wedding. Yeah. I did have an original idea of like doing a nacho bar or something or like a hot dog bar or something like that. I don't remember. It's kind of random. Um, but we ate so many burgers in our relationship that we thought it would be really fun to share our love for burgers with everybody at our wedding. So yeah, it was such a great conversation too. Yeah. Like awesome. why are there burgers? Yeah. yeah. And then we got to incorporate like our favorite condiments and fun sauces and like, I don't We had so much fun with it. Yeah. So, um, just keeping what is important to you with your with you and your wedding process at your wedding, and I'm sure by now all of you brides, um, you and your spouse should both respect one another's values and beliefs. So don't allow thoughts of how family, your guests, or anyone else might feel about how your wedding should go, because these are your very own memories. And I just like you're sharing that with people, right, Miranda? So like that's. I mean, even we talked a little bit about before this podcast, like Miranda and Jared aren't like huge drinkers. So no. that's something that they didn't want to share in their wedding. And which, mm-hmm. I mean, probably, I mean, there's just a lot of people that can draw opinions on like, like, why aren't you doing that? That's like the traditional thing to do. And if it's not what you want to do and you don't feel comfortable doing it, don't do it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was a kind, we did some controversial things. Like I, uh kind of the whole drinking thing. Like we didn't serve any alcohol at our wedding. And I told some of my friends about it and they, they were a little confused <laughs> because that's what everyone does. They serve, serve alcohol at their wedding. Mm-hmm. But um, also like looking at the prices, we saved so much money <laughs> not doing oh, that. totally. And also um, like we didn't find a huge necessity for it. And we had a lot of like older people coming to our wedding. We knew they wouldn't even partake. Yeah. So it's like, what's, you know, what's yeah. the point? 
But we instead we served like sparkling waters and izzies and like fun sparkly drinks that we could share with everybody that we kept cold in huge buckets of ice. And people loved them. Like, I don't think we had any leftovers. Had no leftovers. Yeah, they loved it. Yeah. And, I, and I feel like, especially since it was such a hot and sweaty day, that it was like, it was honestly better. Yeah. yeah. And also, we, we didn't do any dancing, which is also a huge controversial thing we didn't do. A lot of my friends were confused about that. Like, having your first dance with your dad is really important, or your first oh. dance with your, you know, your husband. And they just, I don't know, they were kind of confused. But it's just something Jared and I didn't really find necessary again and also that that means we didn't have to pay for a dj right <laughs> well that's true right. which we saved a lot of money on as well but that wasn't the point of why we didn't do those things it was just because we didn't it wasn't super like it's not you it wasn't what you're comfortable with yeah it wasn't right. like a huge big deal for us and we i don't know instead we spent more importance on um game the food <laughs> and we played some games in front of like all the guests like we played the shoe game where you have like you know the groom shoe and the in my shoe and then Someone asks questions and you raise what shoe is, yeah. you know. Anyway, and they loved that game. And I don't know. I feel like we just, we had more fun with it, not including those certain things. And we just kind of made it our own. Mm-hmm. Like we, we knew we didn't really want those things. So why would we, why would we do that? Yeah. Yeah. Another thing Jared and Miranda did for their wedding is, what was it called? It was like the, um, those little pieces of paper that yeah. were on the wedding. On Amazon, they had like these little heart like papers and they it says like um I think it said marriage advice on it mm-hmm. or like advice for the couple or whatever and it says always and then there's like a blank space and then a never blank space and then um I forget what the remember to or yeah remember it? to or something like yeah. that or all, uh, yeah something like that don't forget yeah so we like have that. those on all of the tables and everyone had a pen and they all signed them and I, I feel like because um we didn't really have like a guest book and so this way we could see everybody that came too. And it was so much more personal because they, they wrote it more towards us. And so it was really funny. Like It was fun too as a guest. Like yeah. just, you know, we're all kind of sitting at the table trying to like talk about like, what are we going to put down on here? Yeah. And what are you going to put down? Yeah, It was really funny and funny to read. We came back from our honeymoon and read them and they were hilarious. Some of them made us cry and some of us made us laugh so hard. And some of them were left anonymous, and it was really funny to read those <laughs> ones because they were brutally honest in those. Um, but we we loved that part of our wedding. I guess it wasn't super – I never thought about that. It's not super traditional to do something like that. No, no, but it's very budget-friendly because it's something that you're interacting with guests with even though you're not right there right. interacting with them. But uh, what was the one thing Emery – he's like six years old. What did Emery put down on his – he said – Something about don't ever forget to brush your hair every day. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was so, and so he, funny. And he said, always have a Merry Christmas. Always have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> yeah, he was cute. So cute little things like that. I know. Really fun. Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. That. Yeah, that so was the best. At the entry, you had a, um, I think your father-in-law made a, a, a giant yeah. wooden A, and everybody signed it, and mm-hmm. then he clear-coated it. So we, yeah, we, instead of doing like a guest book, which are actually kind of expensive. We could have, I guess, gotten a cheap one on Amazon or something. But we wanted it to be more of like a art piece in like our first home because we're, we're moving in May and we're, that's the first thing we're going to hang up, I think. And we got, um, my father-in-law found a really cool, like huge A because we're the Andersons. And he painted it black. And then they found like these really nice white pens where everyone could sign. So then this huge black A will have 
um, everybody's signatures on it. I don't think a lot of people saw it when they walked in, so we didn't get a whole lot of signatures. But um, it's still really cool to see the people that did sign it and have it up there. Yeah, it's I really like it. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah, there was something else really sentimental. I guess I I value sentiment, but uh, what the cake knife? Oh yeah, the yeah the cake knife. I forgot about that. We debated on getting a new set, but then we found out um, like you guys had your cake. Was it a cake knife? Oh, you had the, the cake server. The server. We had both, but you used whatever. Um, you had you had the server. Okay. We used your server, and it was it like had a crystal handle. It kind of matched. Yeah, they kind of matched. Yeah. And then um, my in laws had a um, cake knife, and it had Jared's grandparents' names engraved in it, and it had I think that was what it and was. And the wedding date. And their wedding date, mm-hmm. and it was engraved in the knife, and then it was his. I think it was his parents and their wedding date and then i believe it was his sister's and her wedding date and then it was ours so they had all of those i think that's how it was don't quote me on that but that's that's how it was and there was a really cool picture of us cutting into the cake and you can see all the engravings in it that's cool it's really cool but that that was super sentimental they took that knife and then they engraved you and jared's name right they did it before the wedding so it was already engraved yeah whoa wow i think so yeah, Don't call me on that either. <laughs> no, we're gonna. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah, I I really enjoyed enjoyed that. I thought that was really special. Jared is not a huge cake person, but Oh, he so, does not do sugar. Yeah. 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 And then you guys had did like a smaller cake kind of offside your sweetheart table. Mm-hmm. And I like that because it's like you could just kinda everyone could stay seated. Yeah. And it wasn't like it because you had what how many people do you have your wedding? Two hundred? Is it about 200? I feel like maybe 175-ish. I mean, it's yeah. a lot of people to move around when it you is. want to do like a new activity every time. Yeah. So it worked out really well to have you do the cake cutting there. And then um, you guys had the cupcakes off to the side. People could yeah. just help themselves whenever. Yeah, and like we, had some, we had some fun cupcakes. Yeah. So, and I don't think we had very many leftovers of those either. No. Yeah. And that's another thing Miranda did too is um, we went – Vintage shopping oh, for yeah, all the cake stands. And yeah. you save a lot of money doing that. Yeah, yep. we did. We went to vintage stores, and I think we even got one from, I don't think we got one from the dollar store, but we just went to like, yeah. And at Hobby Lobby, every month for a whole week, they have sales on wedding stuff. Yeah. And also another week for fake flowers. We really took advantage of that, I yeah. feel like, <laughs> yep. for the four months. But um, they, we just found really cool looking kind of vintage cake platters and then we would put all of the cupcakes on it there were different heights some of them were tiered some of them were just single platters we even used like a wooden stool that looked really rustic and cool and we'd put cupcakes on that and it looked it looked awesome and it was super affordable like I don't know I I loved it it was super cool it was it was cool yeah and I mean being in a barn that helps kind of truly I mean, budget a little easier, I think, on those Mm -hmm. kind of things. But, I mean, Jared's kind of from an orchard country. And, like, I don't know. I just think it worked out perfect. It was totally you guys. Yeah, I I loved it. It was was awesome. Yeah. So I think this highlights sticking to your values. I mean, it's like Mm -hmm. there's things that didn't happen at your wedding. But look at all these cool little features that popped up because you were focused on other things. Yeah. You know, and even even going out and thrifting and doing those kinds of things, it's like something that's just part of you. And, and it's fun to do those things, too, with the ones you you love. 
Yeah. And Miranda and I have a really close connection. I love my mom. I know that's not super common with a lot of moms and daughters, but um, we love to work together. Yeah. So I I was working as a camp counselor full time because I was like, we're going to pay for this wedding. We got this like we and we need to save up for our future place to live. So I was like, I'm going to work all summer and plan my wedding. But I didn't really think much about it when I was working. And then I came home. And I was tired. So I just laid in the sun, you know, and just kind of hung out. And I didn't really think about it. But I do remember mom being like, you need to get your butt in gear. And you need to get your stuff. Like, you need to get this done. I was like, mom, you're right. Like, I brain don't, have, dump. I don't dump. have much time. So I did a huge brain dump list. I thought about everything from my wedding dress to like the groomsmen's belts. Like I, I thought about every single detail and I wrote it all down. And as the the rest of the months went on, I just crossed off everything and everything came together and I came up with new ideas for things. I was like, oh, why did I write that down? I don't like that. And then I came up with a new one. I don't know. It was really cool to like, yeah. So I'm glad, I'm glad mom came out there and told me to get my button gear because I, I definitely did and it turned out great. Rattled your <laughs> You didn't like yeah. it when I did it though. No, yeah. but I did it though and it was great. Uh, one thing you brought up a wedding dress, um, I don't think we really thought a lot about the alterations and that can be no. a, that can be a pretty big cost for a bride. Yes. So And I do want to make a note because I'm experiencing this now. So like you, you get your dress, it's super cool, and then you get your alterations, great, you know, and then that's another whole chunk of money. And then, so you have to kind of consider when you buy your wedding dress, you have a budget for your wedding dress, think about that. And then after your wedding, if you want to get it dry cleaned, <laughs> very expensive, especially because I, I have a wedding dress with glitter in it. And so I went to some like average dry cleaners who do wedding dresses and they said, if we do this, all the glitter will go away. And so then I'm going to, I, oh. I know. And so I have to get my dry, I have to get it dry cleaned and it's going to cost me like well over $300 Whoa. instead of like 50. But that's also preserving the dress too. That's all. It's not. Oh, I have, well, I bought my own preservation kit to do at home. Cause I thought that would be cool to learn. And, um, and it wasn't that expensive. I got it off of Amazon. But if I wanted to get it preserved, it's almost $500. Wow. So that's something to consider when you buy your wedding dress. Is like afterwards, if you want to preserve it and get it dry cleaned, that's part of the budget too. And usually you have a one-year window. Yeah. I mean, they usually say it's like a one-year window yeah. to do that. So. Well, yep. your, yours turned yellow. Yeah, I did not preserve mine at all. Yeah, but you have to use like fancy paper and gloves and fold yeah. it in a certain way. And yeah, it's this whole thing. But it'll be it'll be good. I can't I can't fit into mine anymore anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's just too loose. Yeah. Oh, the dress? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely didn't think about that at all. Like I didn't think about afterwards, like what I do with my dress. So now I'm I'm suffering the repercussions. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Good I know. Point. I never really thought about it. So well, like yours was custom made. Didn't your mom yeah, make your mom dress? my mom made my dress. Yeah. yeah. A lot of regret in not preserving it. But at 19, I don't I don't know if I really... Yeah, you just don't... It's something you don't really think about. Yeah, and it's I like, I really it. don't need to. Like, I'll be fine if I don't. But then there comes a time where it's like, I should have mm-hmm. I should have done that. That's why I'm trying, but it's so expensive. Yeah. Did they so. even prefer, preserve dresses 25 years ago? Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Yeah. I'm sure there was some type of way. Yeah. I just looked it up on Google. I don't think there was Google yet. There was no, there was Google. no Google. Yeah. 
No, there was no Google. There was hardly computers. There was no internet. Yeah. Really? Yeah, there kind of was. It was 98. I wasn't really on it. Yeah. Been, <laughs> the internet had been mainstream for four years. That's how yeah. old we are. <laughs> um, but another thing, because I think we're still on the topic of staying true to values and beliefs. Yeah. Um, something that I guess doesn't really tie in, but something we did was have our wedding on a Monday, oh, which yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't do like, a, cause like everyone works Monday through Friday, nine to five. So it's kind of non-traditional to do a weekday wedding. It's usually traditional to do like a Saturday. Well, a which Friday I wedding. think that's part of compromise too. Cause you and Jared wanted a Saturday. We did. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of our like relatives were getting married on those weekends. And so we were like, what are we going to do? We chatted with this venue that we really wanted, Miss Kaylin's Barn. I think that's mm-hmm. how it happened. And then she said, "This, these dates would work, and they were Mondays. And we're like, honestly, like, why not do a Monday? Mm-hmm. Like, what's stopping us? We can get time off of work, and then we just take the rest of the week off for our honeymoon. And then that's just a week off, and then we have a weekend when we get home. And most people were able to still work, because your wedding was, like, at 4? Yeah, it right? was. So, yeah, I mean, so they just still... got off work early. Yeah. Uh, All yeah. of Jared's coworkers just they all left an hour early and were able to make it to the wedding on time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it definitely made the venue cheaper and the catering cheaper. And I think so, but a lot of the, yeah. And the photography I think was, I don't know if that was cheaper, but it definitely was more affordable because we did it on a Monday. And I think Hannah likes you. Yeah. That too. Yeah. Hannah did a great job with her photos. She's, she's great. Yeah. Yeah. She's good. Hannah Hotchkiss photography. Mm-hmm. Boy, that name keeps yeah, coming so up. Yeah, so Monday, yep. Monday is always a better option, I think, for for budgeting too. Like just changing a different date. Yeah. Um, if it works for like you know totally. Yeah, everybody. I I really I'm glad we did this Monday. It yeah, it great. worked out smooth. Mm-hmm. And I th- I'm pretty sure almost all vendors and venues um, will discount for uh, an off day, which would be like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday maybe Thursday. Yeah. But the hot days are Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And right. those are what they bit, they bit, build their price sheet off of mm-hmm. for, you know, over the year, their budget. Yeah. It's for those three days every weekend. Yeah. Having a Monday was, that was great. And then that gives you the whole weekend to enjoy your bridal party. And yeah, you can that was have, fun. and your rehearsal dinner is like on the Sunday evening, which everyone has off and is all able to be there. Like everyone was able to just come that Friday night, hang out for the weekend and then get married on Monday. It was it was great. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It worked out really nice. Yeah, yeah. On Friday we did um, Doyle and I did. Um, it was a barbecue, or it was kind of like yeah. a, a meet and greet for the bridal party. That was, was super fun. It was the best. Yeah, yeah that was. And fun. it became you guys all. There was no awkwardness after that. It was just like one big party, having fun. Yeah, you had all weekend to enjoy together. Yeah, it was. So, we played games, and we yeah. just all felt like. A bunch of good friends just all hanging out. Yeah. Like it was so much fun. We just ate good food and played fun games and I don't know, it was awesome. And it yeah, created it cool. some relationships. It I sure must did. Say. It yeah. sure did. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the maid of honor and the best man. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun weekend. Uh, yeah. Cute. Well, I think this is it. Does anybody else have anything else they want to sh- add or share? I don't think uh, so. I don't think so either. Yeah. I could fun. talk about my wedding all day long. Well, let's go. I know. <laughs> let's keep talking. <laughs> That's what tomorrow's for. Miranda and I are going on a trip tomorrow. Sure are. She just graduated. Doing some horseback riding. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be super <laughs> Excited. cool. Excited. Yeah. All right. So I think this is going to be the end of the 
podcast, huh? Yeah. Thanks for thanks for having me on. Oh yeah, this was thanks. fun. Thanks for taking time to come hang with us. Yeah, anytime. Yeah. Um, our guests, you're welcome to request topics, interviews, or ask any questions that we can answer. Send an email to podcast at applebrides.com. And you can find yeah. us on all the social medias at Apple Brides. And if you have any questions or ideas or things that you want to hear discussed on this podcast, we've got all the people to talk to you to find out. So just let us know. Thanks, Miranda. Thanks Thank you, coming. guys. Right. Yeah.